You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Any news today, Tito, at all? (laughs) (laughs) Dang, Rosie, (laughs) that's your job. (laughs) This is the Rosie Report. The next round's on Rosie, and we'll read his credit card number here in just a moment. Regular season roundup. Catch it, Rosie! Nicely done, Rosebud. Now, here's Jim Rosenhaus. He swings, grounds one into the shift, into right center, it's a base hit. Here comes Rosario, and trying to throw, Evans dropped it in right field, and it's an RBI single, and Josh Naylor has put the tribe on top 2-1. to one. So Naylor comes through with a base hit against a tough lefty. His second hit today, his 18th RBI. And that RBI single by Josh Naylor proved to be the difference in a 2-1 to win for the Tribe on Sunday, helping them salvage the finale of that wild weekend series against the Pirates. Jim Rosenhouse welcoming you in to the Rosie Report, regular season edition, episode number 46. And if you've been playing the numbers game with us uh, throughout our episodes, especially of recent vintage, uh, 46 currently worn by Rene Rivera, but in the past... The likes of Tony Sipp, Doug Jones, if you want to go back a little bit further, uh, some pretty good pitchers wearing that number 46-2. Coming up a little bit later on in our show, the Indians trying to get through a stretch here. Pitching-wise, especially the starters, and it's kind of bleeded through into the bullpen, just trying to get through games here with some pitchers down and uh, just generally four-fifths of the starting rotation coming out of spring training not available right now. So uh, they're struggling with that to try and patch it up, but uh, they've made it through fairly well, and Eric Binder has been on this road trip with the Indians. He'll fill us in on on just how they're getting through that. He's the Indians' vice president of baseball operations. But first, a look back at Sunday's game with Tribe manager Terry Francona. And, of course, uh, as always on a lot of these questions, our friend Andre Knott from over on the TV side. Tito, how happy were you with what Sam was able to do for you guys today? You know, we went into the game thinking that 50, 55 pitches was probably probably a lot to ask or, you know, the most we would ask. And, and he actually stayed right around that mark, maybe a touch more, but he did it through five innings, which I thought was incredible. Um, that was really, you know, probably more than we expected and really encouraging watching him, you know, command the strike zone and throw his breaking ball and, you know, get through that lineup. Uh, well, I'll tell you what, man, that was, I mean, for us to win the game today, it sure helped a lot that he went five. How much do you think that, I know his last outing against Baltimore, I think he struck out the side. It just seemed like his pace was better. You just think that maybe he's getting more comfortable being in the big leagues? You know what, Dre, I hope so. I mean, that's the whole idea. You know, if we're going to be young, we want to be young and getting better. And, you know, we, we, I know we expect a lot of these guys, and we ask a lot of these guys, especially in this stretch we're in right now. But as long as they compete and they, you know, they, you know, we really feel like Sam can get better and be a guy, you know, whether it's your bullpen or rotation. And, and today was kind of, kind of showed that. 
how nice was it to get Karen Check back out there after what he went through yesterday and to be able to use Stevens the way you used him as well? You know, you're talking about Pentius, but the same thing with Trevor Stephan. I mean, he's kind of learning on the job. And and he, he, he got some big outs. I mean, first and third and one out, and he got a pop-up and a fly out to center. I mean, those were huge. How about uh, Big Harold? I know we didn't talk about him yesterday. We put two out of the park. Just his whole story for the year comes in late, and it seems like he's a guy that you can trust in the middle of the lineup. You know what? And our guy, you can tell our guys love him. I mean, he brings energy, and he gives you an honest day's effort. And he's really been really helpful. I mean, so important to our team. And, you know, we play him everywhere in the outfield, and he hits everywhere, and he just seems to get his barrel to the ball. And certainly Sam Hench's performance, a big story as he made it through five innings, shutout baseball, a no decision just the way the game transpired. But Hench is very strong, and uh, he really was able to get into a good rhythm after that first inning and settle in. Sam, what helped you uh, what helped you lock in early in and, and get the rhythm that you had today? Um, I think it was a lot about, like, the sequencing and, and changing up the pitches, keeping the hitters off balance. Um, Varnway did an awesome job back there. Um, and then we kind of just found a rhythm there in the second and third and, and rode that out till the end of the fifth. When was the last time you swung a bat? A long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> did it show? <laughs> I, I, no, I'm not a judge. I'm just – what is it like being a long time ago and then you're going against a big league pitcher? I mean, it was very difficult. I didn't expect him to throw me sliders, which he did. Um, so, kudos to him. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's it's been a while. I hit in high school. 2014 was my last live at bat. So, it's been a while. Knowing what's going on with um, just the pitching staff, I, mean, I know you've bounced around a little bit. What is this last couple – I know the outing against Baltimore, I think you struck out the side. Just are you finding a rhythm in this odd year for you right now? Um, I think it's, it's just about confidence and, and trusting myself and trusting my pitches uh, and then just being aggressive with them. Um, like you said, I have bounced around between starting and relieving. And, again, I'm just here to – where the team needs me and, and I'll pitch when they need me to. Sam, uh, we were talking to Carl Willis before the game, and he said, you know, this whole situation, you know, you were, you could have started Thursday, you could have pitched in long relief, I mean, relief yesterday, you know, he said that whole thing can be distracting to, to young pitchers, and I was just wondering how, how you keep your head straight. Uh, I think it's, again, just being ready when, when my name is called and, and when they want me to throw, and uh, just to take advantage of the opportunity and, and put the team in a position to win. Is it a confidence thing when it comes to that curveball or that slider and not bounce? You know what I mean? Like you see, over the last couple of times out, it seems like you've had a better feel for it. Definitely, I think with the curveball, um, I have had a better feel for it, and the slider's coming along as well. Uh, and we kind of made a few adjustments to that at the alternate site in April, at the beginning of April, very beginning of the season. And uh, it's, it, it's starting to become a better pitch for me uh, to get people off the fastball and the curveball. Is, is this, a, go ahead, Paul. No. With, you know, throwing like throw, uh, almost an even split between the uh, four seam fastball and the, uh, the, the, uh, the slider, is that the usual mix for you? 
Uh, it has been as of late. Uh, I think the just, I mean, it, a lot of it is great game script as well. Uh, just kind of what the hitters uh, tendencies are and, and how their takes and swings at those pitches are. Um, so I think it's, it's kind of game to game. When you have a, a day like today uh, that made a follow followed a more up and down stretch, is it just extra encouraging or, or validating that some of the adjustments that you're making are, are kind of putting, putting you on the right path and kind of continuing that progress? Definitely. There's a lot of work that goes on behind the scenes when I'm not pitching in the games and when I have been pitching out of the bullpen, it has been um, in kind of random spots and there are days in between to, to get work on our work in um, and the, and the coaches here have been doing a phenomenal job helping me through a couple of mechanical adjustments and just gaining that confidence. I think the confidence comes through that work. Sam, could, could you have gone a little deeper or were you kind of, did you, had you hit your limit in innings? What was that? Could, could you have gone a little deeper into the game or had you hit your limit? Yeah. I mean, I felt comfortable. I felt like, um, we were cruising, but at, I mean, at the end of the day, it's Tito's call and Phil came in and, and did his job. And then the bullpen came through at the end of the game and, and we got the win. So nice work by Hentges on the mound and uh, he gave it a try at the plate too. Uh, the former uh, pretty good hitter in high school as a high school first baseman. So a nice performance by Sam Hentges, giving the Indians five strong innings. And that's uh, very helpful considering the state of the pitching staff right now. But yesterday, that uh, Sunday game in Pittsburgh, the Indians able to get it done with uh, just allowing the one run as the bullpen was really sharp too. Eric Binder's on the trip. He's the Indians' vice president of baseball operations. And he has that good pitching background. We've talked to him before and we had a chance to visit with him over the weekend and talk about the pitching situation and some of the challenges right now that the Indians are facing, even just to get a fresh arm with the big club. And uh, Eric, I know when we've had you on in the past, we we talk about your pitching background, and I imagine that's coming into play here lately with the Indians doing everything they can to, to just get some pitching length and, and extend games and, and cover innings. But uh, it's gone fairly well for the most part. And, and when you look at that, what, what has been the, the number one challenge to get through this stretch and hope that it gets better down the road? Yeah, thanks, Rosie. I mean, it's really interesting consideration with where we're at now, like reflecting on the last couple of years, we've been so fortunate to uh, basically show up in each given day and feel really comfortable with the starter being able to give us five, six quality innings with, with the strength of our rotation. Um, with where we're currently at now, it's a slightly different challenge, and the end goal is very much the same. It's how do we get through the game of nine innings and, and perform at a very highest level and put the team in, you know, give the team the best chance to win. And we feel really confident with the group that we have, but how we get to those nine innings is just being built a little bit different than what it has in the past. And on our end, that's totally okay. It's just a little bit different challenge for, for our group to navigate. When there's a night like last night where you end up using a, a lot of pitching, I'm sure some fans are wondering, well, hey, just go get an arm from AAA. It, it's easy, but I know there's roster considerations. And right now, the only two pitchers on the 40 man, it, you have them in AAA for a reason and explain how that works. Yeah, so for a player to come up and, and you know, uh, join the Major League Club here, they need to be on the 40-man roster. And right now we only have two 40-man pitchers that are that are currently competing in AAA that would that would fill that. So you can always add to the 40-man, but then there's a little bit of trade-off there on, on how you go about doing that. 
So the two guys in AAA right now, it's Tristan McKenzie, who's working through a really targeted uh, development progression, and we feel really good with how he's deliberately working through that with Rigo and, and Tracy there in AAA. And then similarly, Logan Allen's going through, a, a, he threw last night, threw really well and progressing off of a little of a health uh, hiccup on his end. So we're excited to see him uh, progress back into play. Interesting with some of the youth that's up here. And we saw it last night with J.C. Mejia, Sam Hentges, a young pitcher, and, and there's others. Uh, because of the pandemic last year, lack of AAA innings. Explain why that can be a, a real challenge for these young guys. Yeah, it's a really interesting dynamic that, that you know, we're facing now and hopefully, you know, we don't have to face for some time. But so last year we had the major league season going and we had an alternate side where guys were really just competing inner squads against our own internal hitters. So the downside there is guys didn't have a chance to compete in a full competitive season, whether it was double A, triple A or whatever minor league level you would be at. So, so like J.C. Mejia, Sam Hentges, and some, some of our younger guys are taking on major league innings here without that true foundation of, of building out um, reps and you know some of their expertise at the AAA level. So on our end, that's not an excuse to uh, not perform here. We feel more than confident in their ability to go out and record outs. But in the same token, it's a new challenge for our staff. So like, how are we flecked upon the outings? What type of work are we doing between each of the – their appearances are starts to ensure we're maximizing their development at this level. Um, so each time they go out, they could be a little bit better version of themselves. And roll some of the names that did get the, the good amount of AAA innings in the past and how that worked out. Yeah, so it's funny. I mean, if you think about like Carrasco, Kluber, Bauer, even Clevenger, um, the guys that came through our system in the past, Tom won. A lot of these guys had upwards for like 200, 250, 300 AAA innings. Whereas, for contrast, like Jason Mejia, Sam Hanches really have. Um, you could probably count them on one hand. So in terms of that, uh, building that, you know, uh, time competing there, there's we're really targeted with what guys are working on in AAA and how that's going to transition to the major league level. And the way Rigo and Trace are doing in AAA now and the communication with the major league staff has been awesome. But uh, at times, realistically, you just have to understand where is the player within his development progression, and then how do we maximize that at the major league level here? A lot going on pitching-wise for sure. Eric, thanks a lot for coming by. appreciate it. Awesome. Thanks for the time, Rosie. That's Eric Bender, the Indians' vice president of baseball operations, and that's going to do it for this edition of uh, the Rosie Report. As always, thanks to Bart Swain, Portberry Tripp, and Austin Controllis for all of their help in uh, helping this show get rolling each and every day during the week when the Indians are playing. Until next time, I'm Jim Rosenhouse, and you've been listening to the Rosie Report, regular season roundup. Thanks so much for downloading. This has been the Rosie Report. 